Hi there, this is Alan, and welcome to the Kickstart Commerce Podcast, where we share search marketing and domain name investing strategies to help grow your business. In today's episode, our guest is Yogi Salanki, an Indian-based domain investor and newcomer to domain investing, having discovered how to successfully outbound nearly a domain sell a day. Today, Yogi and I discuss why and what led to his entry into domain investing, how he sold five domains in the first 45 days of his domain investing journey, the factors and attributes he considers when buying domains, and last but not least, his keys to success for outbound marketing domain names. So with that, Yogi, welcome, and thank you for making time to join us today. Thank you, Alvin, for having me. I mean, I really appreciate it. Yeah, certainly. So to kick things off, Yogi, why don't you share with listeners Listeners, um, at a high level, you know, a bit about yourself, who you are, your personal and professional background. Yeah, as you said, my name is, you know, Yogi Solanki. I'm from India, New Delhi, the capital. And, uh, you know, I'm in, new to this industry. It's only been like a couple of months now. I think I, I started in in domain in 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 mid-April or maybe end of the March this year. But before that, what I was doing, you know, I was generating leads for for insurance clients. You know, they, I mean, most of my clients were in US. So I was generating insurance leads related to Medicare, final expense, you know, B-real insurance. So, and then this COVID thing entered in our life. So that thing really hampered my business. I mean, uh, and... Then I realized, you know, why don't, I mean, let's give it a try in, in domaining because, you know, I knew about this domain business, I mean, but I didn't give it a try, but it was always on the back of my mind to, to you know, I mean, give it a try in domaining. So, so that's where, you know, I, uh, I you know, jump onto this and, and yeah, it's going so good so far. Now, did you know anybody, I guess, that was a domain investor prior to, to joining in? Uh, the only person I knew is Michael Seiger, you know, and I, I stumbled upon on his videos on YouTube. <laughs> you know, he, he, yeah, like the DNA Academy videos. I, I, you know, I'm still watching his you know, videos there to learn every day. And from there, actually, you know, I mean, he was the first person to whom, you know, I, I never spoken to him. Like I have just, you know, chatted with him over the Twitter by sending, you know, messages. That's it. But from there, while watching his videos, you know, I learned a lot. And that's what I'm, you know, I mean, that's what I'm implementing right now. So you, so I guess you had probably stumbled upon then some of the Domain Sherpa videos or were they some of the DN Academy videos or both? Yeah, both, you know, and uh, I listened to the, the, the Domain Sherpa videos where, you know, the popular, you know, I mean, the, the successful domain investors are, you know, talking about the domains and, you know, how to price them, how to sell them. So, so. Yeah, I mean, watching those videos has really helped me a lot. Interesting. So now, did you sign up for the DN Academy course? No, I haven't. You know, I, I didn't have that much money to, to spend on a course, to be honest with you. Yeah. But one day, sooner or later, I'm going to join his course. That's 100%. 
Wow. So then, so based upon watching a couple of videos, then you decided to try your hand at domain investing. That's right. Just by watching a couple of videos. And I, as I said, you know, I mean, I knew about this industry, like how it works. I have wrote articles, you know, I mean, about, you know, whenever someone sold a domain worth like million dollars or $2 million, you know, they always, you know, catch your eyes. Like, what is this? I mean, how can a domain name can sold for 1 million, 2 million <laughs> or half a million dollars? So, so it was, you know, all this back on my back of my mind and, and yeah, so, so I jumped on it. And so then in terms of, um, so in terms of your background, and you said that you have an insurance related background. Yeah, I was, you know, I was generating leads for insurance companies in US. You know, I had, you know, I was generating leads for final expense, you know, so-called okay. insurance. And uh, I was also generating leads or calls, you know, paper call, how it was. And uh, for Medicare, for health insurance. So, so yeah. And then COVID hit. Now, how did that, how did that impact uh, what you do? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, because of the COVID, you know, everything it seems to be on hold now. So I was doing pretty well till last year, December, January, I guess. Well, you know, I had few agencies, insurance agencies, and and yeah, and I was giving them good leads. You know, I was running ads on Google, on Facebook, and I was you know driving calls by running calls only ads campaign you know, where I was charging these insurance agencies for per call. Like, for example, if they were giving me like $60, $75 for per call, you know, so it was going good. But as I mentioned, you know, because of the COVID, things got slowed down. And then I decided that, you know, if, if I'm just going to wait to get things good, you know, it's, it's going to get delayed. I'll be in trouble. So so that's where I decided to, to give a try on, on domain industry. Interesting. So now what was the very first domain that you purchased? Do you recall? Uh, you know, before this, I have bought a couple of, you know, domains, but that was not for the, you know, I mean, selling purpose, though that was just for my business purpose. And I'm, I'm really bad in registering, you know, and, and, <laughs> doing, and, and, and registering. I'm, I'm stuck at it. I really, uh, you know, so, so yeah, I, I have some domains which I bought for my personal or you can say for business purpose, but but yeah, I was not looking to sell them. But now, like the very first domain which I actually sold was NewYorkPhotos.com, and uh, that I sold for six six hundred dollars. So that was one of my first domain which actually I bought it with the intention to sell it. So that was my first domain. So New York Photos. Dot com. Yeah. Wow. So so was that a a I'm assuming an expired uh, domain auction or was it a closeout? Uh, was it, it was to drop catch. Drop catch. You know, I oh. back order it, and uh, and it went to auction. You know when you know mm-hmm. you know how it works. It's in multiple people order the same. In multiple people back order the same domain that go into auction. And whoever bids the highest, that that will win the domain. So, so that was through drop catch. I back ordered it. I I didn't knew about that it will go to auction. 
So, and I thought I got the domain, but here we <laughs> go. I mean, I saw there there was one person as well who was also you know bidding the domain. So, and I decided that I will only bid on this domain till two hundred dollars because that was my budget. If it goes more than two hundred dollars, I'm I'm out of here. So. Luckily, I, I got that domain for somewhere about $150 or $190. I don't really know the exact figure. Not but bad. that's much higher. I, yeah, so I got it, and then I sold to the end user. And, and so now, how did you go? What was your strategy in terms of going about finding the end users? Uh, you know, let's give an example, you know, for, for neophotos.com, because my first priority is to to look for the commercial value in a domain you know uh, if the domain name has a commercial aspect attached to it only then i will go ahead and try to you know acquire the domain so when i got this domain new york photos and i still remember at that time the the coronavirus was at peak in New York. You know, there was it was news everywhere that right. you know, New York is yeah. So, so I thought about it that why don't I try something related to New York? It's a bad excuse. I should not, you know, look for the COVID to to do the domains search. But you know, I that's what just came into my mind, and that's where I I got this domain New York photos. I. I did some check on it. Like I have a background in, in digital marketing. So I know how CPC works. So uh-huh. I saw, yeah. So what I saw was that there is a search term. There was a few thousand search terms with the near photos and the CPC was also high. And there were some companies who were actually running ads with that particular keyword near photos. So so yeah, I mean that's how the my process was. So then that made it pretty easy. Then I mean, obviously, coupling what you know in, in terms of uh, your digital marketing background and being able to identify mm-hmm. what the search volume was, what the CPC was, and then knowing yep. that there were already advertisers there, so that kind of made it um, somewhat what simple. Now, how did you go about setting the price? What what were your thoughts behind why you sold it at six hundred and not maybe you know nine hundred? Actually, I, I, you know, the the offer which I gave to the buyer was thousand dollars. You know, I I pitched him for thousand dollars, but he he you know he replied me back that situation is not that good, business is down, so I won't be able to pay you thousand dollars. So then he said five hundred dollars. So I I counter him back by giving him you know let's let's meet in middle, let's do six hundred dollars and close the deals here and now. And he said yes, and and I sold him for six hundred dollars. So how I price the domain? Actually, you know, I, as I said, you know, I look for the search terms, the cost per click, and also I use name bio from where you can actually get the ideas. Like you know, you can pull out the you can type in the keywords. You can see how much the domains have sold in the past, and and yeah, I mean, I also use GoDaddy, you know, appraisal. To, to get an idea, like, you know, how many, like what this domain can be sold in, in yeah, so so from where, there, you know, I, I get the idea. Gotcha, gotcha. 
Gotcha. And so then that was your ver- so I guess New York Photos was your very first name that you purchased and then actually flipped. That's right. That was one of my first domain, very first domain actually. So I sold it. And so then you were able now. I guess what was going through your mind at the time that you made that first sell? I'm sorry. Say it again. Like. Like what was going through your mind when you made that first sale? Was it, you know, were you excited or did you think, ah, this this is too good to be true? Or could have I actually stumbled up on, on you know, a good thing, a good fortune? I didn't think like that, you know, that it's a fortune. I have stumbled upon a fortune because, but yeah, I mean, I was excited. You know, whenever you sell your first domain, that will stick <laughs> with you for a long time, right? So, so, so yeah, I was very happy, and that really gave me a lot of confidence because, you know, the thing is, you know, before I jumped into this domain industry, you know, I mean, before I actually bought this domain, neoforos.com, uh, I decided that I will only buy one good name, and I will give myself a couple of weeks, maybe thirty days. Until the time I don't sell this name, I won't buy another name. That was my target. Uh, and yeah, and I sold that name. I didn't have to wait for 30 days. I sold it in 48 hours, I guess. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. That is phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Now, now, what's interesting about that is that most domain investors um, start one or two places. It'll either be hand registering a lot of domains that are of no value, or yeah. it is going on a buying spree without mm-hmm. um, any, you know, any plan or strategy as to how they're going to actually sell those domains. And so it's actually good to hear that for you, you set that bar um, pretty, pretty strict early on of just being able to say, if I'm going to buy one domain and then I'm going to flip it. And if I, you know, until I flip it, I'm not going to purchase anymore. I think that that was uh, an excellent strategy. Yep. Yeah. And, and also, you know, uh, I'm sorry, say it again. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to ask. So, so then in terms of, so going from that one domain, then, you know, like, I guess what was your next move after, after that? Yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, I do have a background in generating insurance leads and calls and and so what I did is, you know, I mean, you know, I, I, I got few domains related to insurance industry, right? Because I had the knowledge, I know how it works, and I had some good connection with insurance agents, insurance agencies, and companies. So I knew some CEOs, you know, because I have worked with them in the past, and I have some good connection with them. So, so what I did is, you know, I used my experience to register, I mean, I didn't hand register, I, to, to buy some insurance-related domain. So I got the domain called taxesmedicareplans.com and the another domain which I got was medicareadvantageplans.net. And, and, I, and I sold them both to, to the insurance agents. So I used my experience to, to you know, to buy those names you know, 
really in, in, in joint. So that's interesting. So, so cause yeah, cause your first domain was a .com sale. And then I guess the next one was a .com with the exception of the .net. What made you go after the uh, .net? Uh, you know, if you, if you look at the history of Medicare, I think Medicare.com was sold for uh, maybe $2 million, $3 million, somewhere like that. I don't really know the exact figure, how much was it sold for, maybe more, I think. So I knew that Medicare has a value and because, because and also the MedicareAdvantagePlans.com was already taken. And I think it was also sold for a couple of thousand dollars. So, so I was going through this expired list of domains, and I saw, you know, this uh, this domain. I mean, MedicareAdvantagePlans.net. It's it's expiring. So, so I thought, you know, I mean, I mean, let's do a back order on this domain because I think I might be able to sell this domain to to insurance agents because I do have some good connection with the insurance agencies. So, so that's where, you know, I mean, I thought about doing back ordering, but I didn't do it intentionally because in the back of mind, I thought, I mean, why would I waste, you know, why would I give them $59 if no one gonna, you know, I mean, give a back order on this domain because I thought no one gonna give a look on .NET name with with that much of with big name like Medicare Advantage Plan, so I didn't back order it. I wait for it to get expired, and when it expired, I I went to GoDaddy. I saw it available. I hand registered it with by paying ten dollars, and then I sold it for three hundred dollars in in a couple of days. Wow! And that was a dot net. That dot net. That's right. Wow! And, and most. And, you know, for, for what it's worth, obviously, most most domain investors are going to tell you, hey, you should only invest in dot com um, all the way, uh, you know, just because the predominantly yeah. most of the industry is going dot com. So to see that here it is, you're on your third cell and you've already, you know, managed to flip a flip a dot net um, from hand raised to $350. I mean, a lot of people will say, well, that's nothing, nothing to re- really to write home about, but to a certain extent it is because, because uh, again, I mean, you're probably only what barely a couple weeks in and here it is. You've yeah. already got three cells. That's right. That's right. And you know the another domain which I sold was you know taxesmedicareplans.com. It was not taxes. It was not spelled out taxes. It was tx in the beginning, just tx. Hmm. Taxesmedicareplans.com. Gotcha. So, so that it was also, like an abbreviation. Yeah, that's right. And that I also sold for I think three hundred dollars. Yeah, three hundred dollars. I guess. Wow. So then you finally, I mean, you're, it seems like at least with these first couple of sales, you're, you're finding that sweet spot of anywhere from 300 uh, to $700 range. Yeah. I mean, if you get a couple of sales, you know, that really give you a lot of confidence and that will also give you some knowledge about, you know, what you can sell, what can sell and what not to be sell. So, so yeah. And I use that experience to, to make it work for me so far it's working good 
And so then, and, and that's something that, that I think is worth noting too, because a, a lot of domain investors, um, one, they aren't as profitable as quick as you've been. Uh, and in most cases, you know, like the first year is really about, um, really about renewals or more so just buying names. So it's like the first two years, you know, you're, you're, you have acquisition costs while at the same time having renewal costs. Um, mm-hmm. if, if that given domain investor is not focused on doing outbound, but mm-hmm. it's interesting in your strategy, you're not really trying to hit a home run per se. It's more so that you're hitting singles, um, if you will, in terms of each domain name, it's like, well, while you could probably ask for four figures, you're comfortable with asking for that three figure value. That's right. You know, I don't go for the big boys, big toys, you know, you can say like, because if you are, I know my limit, you know, one person should know their limits, how much they can afford to spend on a domain. So I know my limits very well. You know, I don't get emotionally involved with the domains that I now I just going to need this domain, you know, no matter what the cost, I'll keep myself very practical and, and under check. So I stay in my limits. I only go for the domains, you know, which, you know, I mean, which are not that of much value, but they have some little bit of commercial, commercial, you know, aspect attached to it. So, so yeah, and that's the reason I stay away from big boys like James Booth, Dead and Pollard, because if they are into into auction, you should, you know, I mean, I, I'm not sure if you how you can compete with them. So yeah. <laughs> So, so I stay away from big names, you know, I mean, that's my strategy. I keep it very simple. I only go for the domains, which I think, you know, I mean, no one give a look on it and I'll sneak in between, get, get my hands on it and try to sell the domain. Yeah. And, and that is, like I said, that is an interesting strategy in, and so, like, how I guess in, in terms of acquisition, so mm-hmm. ag- in terms of researching and going to buy domains versus actual time to go outbound, like, how much time do you split between the two activities? Every day, I think I spend about seven to eight hours, sometimes more. Like, sometimes I even spend like 10 hours, 12 hours a day to to, you know, I mean, to sell a domain, to do outbound, to find a good name. So in total, I spent about, on average, I'll say eight hours a day. So, so yeah. I mean. Nice. Now, how does that compare to to your previous career, um, I guess, in the industry? Mm-hmm. So, like, in terms of insurance, rather. So did, are you finding that there is, uh, I guess, domain investing to be a bit more lucrative than what you were doing in terms of the insurance? I think yes, because the profit margin when I was generating leads was not that much. I was only able to save about you know, 20. I was only able to get about 20% profit when I was selling leads to the uh, to insurance agents, but but in domains, you know, you know more than me that the profit margin is five x, ten x, or even more than that. So, All right. So yeah, so so yeah, I think I'll I'll stick with the domain industry for a while now. I'm not gonna do anything. <laughs> yeah. It, 
And so you had, so you rattled off pretty, I mean, those are four cells there. So then I think you had a, um, you had a couple other cells, right? I think it was, what was it? Um, I want to say it's like Acadia Cottage Rental. I think I saw something like that on Twitter. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember them. I think that the amount was only $200. So mm-hmm. I sold two domains to the same buyer, you know, for, for $99 each, you know, for the, oh, wow. to the same buyer. So... So, yeah, and so what made cool. you buy though, I guess, cause it, cause it was, yeah. Cause it was Acadia cottage rental.com and then Acadia cottage rentals, the plural.com. So like what made you go after those, those domains? I, I really don't remember because that's, uh, that was about, you know, when, when I started initially, so mm-hmm. I think I have to check on it, like how I stumble upon that that client but uh can you tell me the name of the domains please which I, I yeah because not... so, let's see here i think on twitter so yeah on twitter i think you had posted yep april uh-huh. the 27th you had acadia cottage rental.com um sold at a hundred dollars acadia Va- oh it was not acadia cottage rentals it was actually acadia vacation rentals.com that it also sold for one hundred dollars, and then looks like is it Benny Dorm? Benny Dorm Holidays. Benny Dorm Holidays. So what is that? Yeah, that's a place in in Europe, Benny Dorm. And okay. yeah, so and there's a funny story about it. How I sold this domain actually, <laughs> and so so my brother-in-law, you know, he he works in in with this company called. Uh, I forgot the name of the company. So he keep on telling me that there is a place in Europe. You should go some there. Some you know we should go there someday and and spend a time. So I asked him like, what is this place? What is all about? He told me that he keep getting calls from so many customers that you know they want to book a holiday. So he told me the name of the place, Benidorm, and I search on a Google and and find out that yeah, I mean the place is good. So there are a lot of people are searching about it. So when I jumped onto the, uh, when I was going through the expired domain list, I saw the Benidorm holidays was getting expired. So yeah, I back order it. I got the domain for $59 to drop cash. And then I sold to the end buyer. The, the initial price, I, I think I sold this domain for $700, I think. But the initial offer I gave to the buyer was $1,400. And then he told me that, you know, because of the COVID situation, you know, he really can't afford to pay that much money. Can you do payment plan? He can pay you $1,400 under a payment plan. But I was new. I needed, I need, I was looking for a quick cash. So I was thinking like, if I go for the payment plan, I think he will be doing somewhere about a couple of years. He will only be paying me like $50 maximum or $2,100 per month so so yeah I, I didn't want to wait for for one year or two years so so i reply him back i told him that hey here is my offer why don't you pay me seven hundred dollars right now and i and and yeah and domain is yours and he said yeah yeah why not let's do seven hundred dollars 
and and I sold it. I think I sold that domain also in I think very next day or maybe in in forty eight hours after acquiring the domain to to the end user. Man, that that is truly truly amazing. And then it, it's it's funny because it's looking like when I look through your Twitter status, then it's just kind of like after you had those sales, it's like you just started. I mean, you caught on fire um, just <laughs> going through the month of May. Um, and it seems like I mean, I look at some of the some of these domains and. You know, for for at least for me, on the outside looking in, not having researched any of the domains, I go, there is, there's not really a rhyme or reason for some of, for some of these names that why they sold outside of. I mean, I can definitely tell that, like like I said, that sweet spot for you seems to be anywhere between um, that three hundred to seven hundred dollar range. Yeah, I have sold domains for below that as well. Like I have sold. That two domains which you were telling me earlier, Cardia Rentals for two hundred dollars, one hundred dollars each, and couple of do- a couple of domains I have sold for two hundred dollars, two fifty, two thirty five, two seventy five. So so, I mean, it's it's a math, you know. I mean, so so yeah. And then it, what's interesting to me is that it, you know. It, I can kind of hear in the back of my head, listeners are likely saying, but you're probably leaving a lot of money on the table. Um, so has that mm-hmm. ever crossed, crossed your mind? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, I'm not a patience guy. You know, I, I really can't <laughs> wait. You know, I, you know, I'm a say, I have a sales background, you know, actually I, I, I did my graduation, you know, master degree from Australia. I was, I went there to study for two, three years. I was there and there I used to make, you know, hard call sales. You know, I used to make 400, 500, you know, cold calls a day. So I have a background in sales. So that's the reason, you know, I, I, uh. I, I can't wait. I can't wait customers to come to me and ask for the price. My, my strategy is I go after the customers and, and tell them the domains, you know. So if you ask me, you know, you are right that I might be losing the money, you know, by putting them on Dan and then waiting for the end user to pay me my price. But yeah, I mean, for me, cash flow is, is the king. You know, I, I believe in cash flow. If you have a regular cash flow coming in, that will keep inspiring you more, more and more. So, so yeah, so that's how it goes for me. So, so now do you, have plans, I guess, to to upgrade in terms of because you hear stories of people who come in yep. who uh, who are selling some of the lower uh, the lower value or three three figure domains and then you know they'll sell either ten fifteen twenty of those but at the same time as they're selling those because they're going so fast uh, then they actually upgrade from three figure to four figure from four figure to five figure so do you see yourself kind of moving up that that chain of command i love to because i don't know for how long i'm going to keep on doing this outbound you know everybody needs some time to to you know i mean sit back and relax and wait for the buyers, like get an inbound queries. So I love to, but I think it will take me some time to reach at that level, at that level, you know, I mean, so, but not yet. But yeah, one day for sure, I'll be there. I hope so. 
So now what keys in, in terms of what have you found to work in terms of some of the outbound strategies? You know, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I, I only look for, I only go for the domains which has some commercial value. And most importantly, if like, for example, you know, let's give an example for New York photos. When I search on that Google, you know, or for Bandy Dome holidays, when I search on Google, I saw there are companies who are actually running ads for that particular keyword, so which means this keyword has some value. And then, you know, I, I go after the companies who are actually running the ad and who are actually, who are also on top of the Google, you know, search, uh, Google page on the first page of the Google. So from there, I, you know, I, I go to their websites, I get their emails or fill out the contact form that, hey, I own, I own this domain. You know, I think if you are interested, just let me know because this domain can bring the additional value, blah, blah, blah. And if they reply, then, then yeah, it's good. And then I try to close the deal. How much, um, you know, so I had uh, Riz Maiman on um, a few shows ago, and he was talking about how he uses LinkedIn as his outbound strategy solely mm-hmm. using LinkedIn. So do you, what would you say is the percentage split in terms of do you use social networks, email, phone calls, and do you use those in combination or do you strictly link to one over the other? Uh, I haven't sold any domains through LinkedIn. You know, I, I don't really use LinkedIn that much. I, I stick myself with the Google. You know, Google is free. You know, it's one of the best search engines right. you can find it. And it's free. You don't have to pay money. So I, I go with the Google, I go up to 20 pages for like the first 20 pages. I look for the companies who are, you know, I mean, who are similar to my domain or, you know, running ads. And, and then I, I send them emails. So I don't, you know, send messages on Facebook or, or on Instagram. I don't really use them. I only do emails and I don't make phone calls, but occasionally I have received phone calls from the interested customers, you know, they saw my emails that, hey, I own this domain. I leave my number on, on, you know, that if you're interested, you can call, you can reply me or you can text me on this number. And, and they call me back. If someone is really interested, only then they will call back. And if someone is calling you back, that means, you know, they are really interested and, and, and the domain will going to get there. So, so that's, that's what I do. Uh, so then you're primarily email and then within the email you're so they already have your email basically just by default of you reaching out to them but then you're also including a contact number that they can then text okay. you as well as call you back that's right i i'm from i'm in india so i have a you know us number it's a skype number you can get it for 20 dollars a month you just have to pay 20 30 dollars i guess maybe less than that and there I leave, I have a signature, I leave my phone number. What I do is, you know, whenever I send an email to, to any customer, I give them all the options to get, get back to me. 
I let them know that if you are interested, please either reply to this email or call or text on this phone number. So I give, I give them all the options. They can, they are most comfortable in it. So, so yeah. Then now, have you found like a time of day that when you send an email that, you know, if you send an email this time of day, people are more apt to respond versus Mm -hmm. another time of the day? I think if you send emails, like as for the U.S. time, the response will be better. I mean, that's, I mean, that's practical. That's make common sense. But as I'm in India, you know, there's a 10, 12 hours difference between India and U.S. Right. And most of most of my clients are in U.S. And a couple of them I have, you know, I mean, most of the domains which I have sold so far are are in U.S. Some couple of them are in Europe. But so so my what I do is, you know, I I work as for Indian timing. You know, I don't. I'm not a night owl anymore. I used to be. Now <laughs> I'm, I'm done with that. And so what I do, I, you know, I, I send emails as for my Indian timing, like, for example, from 10 a.m. till 5, 6 p.m. And, and that's it. And so that's my strategy. Because if someone is really interested in the domain, you know, it doesn't matter at what time you send them email. If they think that this domain will add value, they're gonna respond to you. Right. You know, they will. Yeah, they will get back to you for sure. So for me, I mean, that's my personal view. For others, they might have. For someone else, they might have other views. But that's my personal view. I mean, so that that's that's how it works for me. Gotcha. So like, do you use any automation tools in terms? So like, for example, um, I know when I did outbound or rather when I was experimenting with doing outbound, um, I would use, uh, so I was basically using G suite, but then I would use, uh, the add on, uh, called spark and it would allow me to be able to schedule emails so I could, Instead of sitting there, obviously I would have to do it by hand, but instead of, you know, doing them by hand and hitting send, I could basically Mm -hmm. use Spark and it would, um, you know, send an email based upon, you know, a set of criteria or when it thought it would be best delivered and actually seen. Um, So do you use any any automation tools? No, I don't. I, I, I send my emails manually. Okay. I think I, I believe in I believe in giving you know I mean personal touch to email, you know I mean so so I don't use any uh, any automation. I have tried this earlier when I re- when I was very new to this, only for a couple of days, and and it didn't work out. You know I mean so then I decided I have to get rid of this. You know if you are thinking that you can send thousand emails a day, and you can sell a domain, I, I'm I'm afraid it's not going to work because <laughs> yeah, because you really have to, you know, I mean, dig in, find the, the, the prospect, filter them out and then give them a personal touch on your email, write down your name, write down their name in the beginning, tell them that this domain is this, and this is your company domain. So if you have this, your value will increase, your online presence will increase. And, and yeah, so 
So I only do manual. I use my Gmail account. I don't even have, you know, I'm not using any business email. I use my Gmail account and and it's it's working so far. Then that's interesting. So do you, I guess, do you plan on setting up a, a business name or business site in regards to, to the company or just kind of keep keep doing what you're doing? I have already got a domain name with my name, yogisolanki.com. I, I was lucky it was available. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and it was just a couple of weeks back, a couple of days back, I think, you know, there's a guy called on Twitter, Busy Father. He goes by the name Busy Father. He's been very helpful. He's a great guy. I go with him whenever I have any questions. I ask him and he's been very helpful. So, so he told me that, hey, you know, you are doing good. People are going to get come back to you. Why don't you have your domain name? Then I said, okay. So I look at the good idea. I saw it is available. And, and yeah, and, and I got it registered. So now I have yogisolanki.com and, and it's redirecting to my Twitter account. Nice, nice. And that's the, and that's what I was going to ask as a follow up question is are you know are most of your customers are they one-time customers or are they repeat customers no they're just one-time customers okay so yeah so i just move on i keep moving on so so they're just one time nice nice so then now where do you list most of your names i know that you know some people like listing them at sidu others like after nick some like dan um just to name a few so where do you you tend to list your domains i i started with godaddy first and now i have moved on to to dan.com and and the reason why you know i started with godaddy because go everybody knows godaddy Right. I mean, the whole world knows what is GoDaddy. So the reason why I started with GoDaddy, because I wanted to build a trust between me and the buyer. Right? Like if I'm sending you email and telling you that, hey, I have this domain, would you be interested in buying that? They will say, yeah, who is this guy? I don't know who is this. <laughs> right. But, yeah. Yeah. But once we start having the conversation, you know, I tell them that, hey, you know what I can do? You know, I can send you a buy now link to GoDaddy and I make it bold, you know, GoDaddy, I make it bold. I'll send you a buy now link through a GoDaddy by which you can buy the domain and get the ownership instantly. So, which means you are not paying me if you are a prayer that there is a fraud or something wrong with it. You are not paying me, you are paying to GoDaddy and GoDaddy only pay me once you actually get the ownership, right? So, right. That's yeah. So that's the reason I started with GoDaddy to build the trust between the customers because most of these customers have already have a GoDaddy account, so that also helps. And and when I got the confidence, when I knew that yeah, if I can have them buy through GoDaddy, I I think I can have them buy through Dan as well. And and GoDaddy charges you twenty percent, right? So. And then I went to Dan. They only charge somewhere about, I think, nine percent. Right. And yeah. And now I'm I'm on to Dan, and and yeah, it's with Dan. It's good. I I I really like Dan. They are very good. Yeah, and that's what I was about to say. So I mean, not only that, to a certain extent, 
you just by changing platforms, by virtue of changing platforms, you increased your profitability. Uh, right. You know, at a at a at a minimum, eleven uh, percent. Um, yep. And and what's interesting is also one thing that I've I've learned about Dan. So I started an experiment. Uh, it's probably maybe eight to nine months ago, I began moving most of my domains over to Dan and I list, I mean, I still list them on after Nick, but um, just started experimenting with Dan. And what's interesting to me is that what the difference is. So um, I can sell a domain through after Nick and, you know, it'll take sometimes anywhere from, you know, let's say nine to 11 business days, um, you know, to yeah, receive payment yeah, versus with Dan, in some cases, you know, it's like I can wake up to a domain that is sold on Dan and in a matter of 24 hours, sometimes I can have the money in the account. That's right. I mean, yeah. And that that is huge when you start thinking about, um, like you said, the cash flow. Yep. It's interesting to me that Dan has somehow figured out a way, you know, wipe away all that time, um, yet reduce the cost of commissions while, you know, increasing. To me, it's like, man, it's a no brainer. Why would you not list it, Dan, when you can get your money faster as well as they've mm. just really create a, a frictionless experience for domain buyers and sellers? Yeah. And, and you know, Dan is beautiful. You know, they they give you landing pages. They, right. they will, you know, they have a very good, you know, a beautiful kind of presentation. You can actually give it to your client. So, but, and GoDaddy, and if you compare the, with the GoDaddy landing pages, I mean, it, there's a no comparison. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so Dan is good. And also, you know, what I do when I move from GoDaddy to Dan, what I did was, you know, I just made a minor changes on my email. Mm-hmm. Like what I'm doing right now is whenever I'm I'm selling a domain, whenever I'm sending an email to the to the customers, I over there I let them know that hey, if you are interested in buying this domain, you can just simply click now on this. On, you can visit the domain, you can see it for yourself, and you can buy this right away. Be- because it's now publicly listed, so anyone can buy. So why don't you go ahead and, and be the first one to buy the domain? So, so, so yeah, and that's the change I made it on my on my email, and it has worked so far. I have sold one domain like that. The buyer didn't even reply to me, hmm. and the domain and and, and it got sold for for, for three hundred fifty dollars somewhere. I think yeah. That is and awesome. I, and I knew yeah, and I knew who the buyer was because in Dan you can see. Who was the buyer, and and then I went through my emails. I, I find out, yeah, I mean, I sent him emails, so he's the buyer. Interesting. So then, how? Um, I, I I guess then in terms because you're how you're set up in terms of your structure, you were only you were only buying what you could sell. So obviously, some. Yep. 
45 now almost 60 days into this um mm -hmm. like how ha, has your strategy remained the same or you know have you grown in your portfolio uh i don't have any portfolio yet i just got a couple of handful already uh domain mm -hmm. so 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 what i do is you know every week you know i set myself a target like for example for this when, when the new week is going to start, my target will be to sell maximum domain as possible. Like, for example, if I have bought five domains this week, then I'm not going to buy any more domains till the time I don't sell them all or sell at least 80% of those domains. So once I sold them, then I use that money to invest in good domains so that I don't really have to work that hard. And 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 i keep on repeating the process so so i give myself a target i try to achieve the target sometimes i do sometimes i don't so but yeah i mean that's my strategy and it's in yeah it's, it's working so far that is awesome so do you think that you'll ever you know get to to a point of of holding um domains for a longer period of time versus the quick flip yeah i have one domain which i'm holding right now it's on my twitter profile as well extratraffic.com and i think this domain has some good value in it because as i said i have a background in digital marketing so this domain extratraffic.com sounds good to me so so I think I'm gonna hold this domain for a while now and wait for the and and you end users to give me my price. So so this is the domain which I'm holding right now. Ah, uh, no, that may that makes that makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Then in, in terms of um, so obviously today, uh, rather yesterday, um. Mm -hmm. What was it? Namescon 360, 360 degrees uh, came out and basically they opened registration. So do yeah. you think that you'll be attending or? I will. Uh, even yesterday I was also, you know, I mean, I saw the, uh, I saw it on Twitter. I went to their website. I think they're charging somewhere about $59 and right. it's free for, and it's free for first timer, I guess. Yeah. So, so yeah, but yeah, whether I have to pay $59 or it's free, I'll be there. Yeah, I'm not going to miss this. Yeah, and it's interesting to me because I believe that more, I, I believe that we'll likely see more newcomers um, and, and names kind of will likely see an attendance jump just due mm -hmm. to the fact of obviously of COVID um, forcing their hands to create an entirely virtual experience. And so now that being said, now, you know, obviously you just got into the industry, but do you, do you think that you would travel? So like if you had to fly to a Las Vegas or maybe even Austin as a new domain investor, would do you see a trip like that? Does that actually warrant um, making the trip abroad uh, to actually mm -hmm. attend the event versus being able to attend, you know, right there using your phone or right there from, um, you know, the comfort of your home? So 
that being said, it's it's kind of one of those things. Do you think you would have would have traveled had they had another conference that you had to travel to versus this all digital experience? Yeah, if someone sponsor me, I'll be there. (laughs) 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 Yeah, but but you know, jokes apart, yeah, I mean, even if I have to travel to either Las Vegas or Texas, if that's something I can afford it. I'll I'll surely gonna give it a try. I'll give it a serious thought. But yeah, I mean, if they are giving me options to just pay fifty nine dollars and do it from my home, yeah, I mean that's worked for me as well. That saved me thousands of dollars for traveling, booking tickets, staying in hotels. So just pay fifty nine dollars, sit at home, and then do it online. So so that sounds good as well. And then what are you in terms of Namescom? What are you? kind of anticipating obviously the schedule's not out none of the topics or anything out but Mm -hmm. you know when you think about attending like what do you hope to achieve or what do you hope to realize uh through attending an event such as namescon yeah i'm i'm just gonna observe you know i'm i'm not gonna go there and bid on it and and sell my domains you know i'm just gonna go there to have the experience like how the industry works, because I have never been to you know any 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 conference, any domain conference, because I'm new to this, and and I'm just gonna observe. You know, I'm a good observer. I learn from others by watching. You know what they're doing by listening to podcasts like you, like Josh, and DNA Academy, Domain Sherpa. So I listen to, I listen a lot. And if I have a chance to go there physically, I'll just kind of observe, speak to the people, try to get into their mindset, like how they do, how they are there, how they have reached on the top level, and just going to learn from their experience and try to implement those strategies into, in, you know, I mean, myself. So, so yeah. Well, interesting. Well, wrapping things up, what what would be your advice to someone entering into the domain investing uh, industry, starting their journey? Like, where should where would you recommend that they start based on your experience? Well, I'm I don't call myself expert yet or a pro <laughs> because it's only been like a couple of months there, and I don't know. I mean. It, strange to me because I get so many messages, emails that, hey, can you tell my, can you help us this, 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 and I just, you know, I, I, you know, I'll get surprised because, you know, guys, I'm just, I'm just selling small domains with small amounts. I'm not selling thousands of worth of dollars or hundred thousand more than that. So, so if you are asking me advice, you know, I'm, I'm not a pro. I don't call myself expert yet, but yeah, I can help you out here and there. So in order to give someone any newbies advice, I think the only advice I have is that, that, you know, you need to have patience. I think stick to those domains in which you have experience. You know, as I mentioned earlier, I have the experience in insurance sector. I use that experience to buy a couple of insurance related domains. And then I sold those domains. And that helped me to get you know, confidence to move to other domains, to move to other niche, you know. So you, whatever the experience you have, use that in buying domains related to your industry and try to sell them. Don't 
you know, I mean, don't go for hand registration initially. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, you know, everybody is very bad in registering hands, and <laughs> some of them, you know, some of them might be good, but I'm, I suck at it. I, I don't, I, I don't do anything at all by registering domain myself. So, and go for the domains in which you see if someone else is also bidding. You know. You know, if you think there is someone else is also bidding in that in that name, it means this domain has a value. So set your target. You know, I mean, if you have like, don't spend too much money. You know, set yourself a limit that hey, this is my amount, two hundred dollars, and acquire and use that money to get a good name, and then give everything you have to sell that domain as soon as possible. And then buy good, and then use that money to invest in more good names so that they will sell easier. You don't have to work harder, and keep on repeating this process. So, so yeah, I mean that's my advice. So I hope it works for others as well, if they want to listen <laughs> to it. <laughs> I'm not sure though. And so, last but not least, I mean, is there anything else you'd like to share with listeners in terms of how they might be able to, uh, I guess, get in contact with you? I guess you're. We so we know that you're on Twitter now. Are you on Name Name yeah. Pros? No, I no, I don't have any account on Name Pros. I'm just on Twitter. You can simply, I mean, go to my Twitter profile and and what's yeah, and your, please what's your handle? To... Yeah, it's Yogi Solanki. Okay. And I, yeah, we can just write it down. You can see a handsome guy there. So definitely. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Because if you search for Yogi Solanki, then uh, looks like your handle is um, Y Solanki, but instead y of an I, it's a Y at the end. Gotcha. That's right. Okay. So interesting. So then folks can reach out to you there. I guess can they can one follow you because you're listing everything in terms of what you're selling um and for how much and so uh like I said I mean if even if listeners even if you go there um in terms of just looking through his thread there is so much to read about and learn about from the many different domains that he sold. Um, just over the course of, like I said, you know, 60 some odd days. Um, and likely yeah, he'll, he'll be adding to it in coming days. Yeah, looking forward. I hope so. <laughs> so, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the listeners? No, I think that's it. I mean, so. So yeah, and thank, thanks a lot, Alvin, for having me. I mean, if someone yeah. wants to really learn about the domains, I think they should follow Michael Seiger, DNA Academy. Yeah. And because because he's a great guy, you know, I consider him as my guru. He's the, someone I follow. So if you really want to learn the domains, you should follow Michael Seiger, DNA Academy. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> follow i say follow 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 the uh, two of you now now have you have you had a chance to get on the uh his domain uh social no because 
the timing is yeah the, because of time difference because 10 12 hours time difference i'm in <laughs> india we are in future you guys in the past so so yeah so it didn't work out but i have seen every office you know i mean social uh, videos you were there uh, yesterday gosh. yeah 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 so i was i was i was there I, I had a I had a uh, slow, um, I had a slow Friday, which is unusual. And so um, I just happened to look up and I saw that, you know, I had like 10 minutes until it started. I was like, well, hey, I guess I'll go ahead and make it today. Um, I don't get to make that that many that often. And so today was uh, his last day. Um and so yeah, I think they're yeah. taking like a summer break or something like that, but he'll be back at the end of July. So some break. I mean, we are already on break because of this COVID-19. So exactly. Yeah, so, exactly. What what break what break means nowadays? I mean, Sunday is Sunday, Monday is Sunday. So yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Well, with that, we're out of time. So, Yogi, thank you again for joining us today and sharing your domain investing journey. My pleasure, Elvin. Thank you so much for having me. Certainly. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in to Kickstart Commerce, where we share search marketing and domain name strategies to help grow your business. Please subscribe to this podcast via iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or Podbean. Last but not least, please visit kickstartcommerce.com to subscribe to the newsletter sharing tips and tricks about the disciplines of digital strategy. Thanks. And that's all for now. Thank you.